Comedy Mushroom Cult Podcast. Welcome to Rocktober. It's October 2nd, and it is the first day of Rocktober here at Radio WIRR in the morning. No one fucks with me in the morning! Rocktober, all month long <laughs> Oh man, you missed it, you loved it. One or two of you asked me if it was ever coming back, and I woke up with this radio voice this morning. Uh, it seems like uh, seasonal allergies may be getting me. This is my real voice this morning. This isn't morning radio DJ voice. Uh, and I don't know, this is just how my voice sounds, so I don't know if it's, I woke up, uh, later than usual to take my, my morning, uh, allergy meds, uh, my Claritin, if you will, it's off-brand, we're doing pretty well here, uh, don't you worry about exactly what kind of, uh, allergy medicine I take on the reg, um, but no, we're, uh, we're back, it's been, uh, it's been a minute. I didn't look at the last time there was one. So if you're still listening, if you're still uh, subscribed to this and you see it coming across your airwaves here, uh, thank you uh, for sticking with it. Um, yeah, I got to get back to doing it more regularly. I know I talk about it every time I take an extended break, but uh, that's the thing with art. And what is this but a painting for your ears and your eyeballs because I've got... Uh, camera going again see if we can maybe get some clips <clears throat> for the internet uh, wanting to be uh, wanting to chew up content all the time as a friend of the podcast and former uh, co-host uh, Joseph Briggs once said uh, the internet eats content that's what it eats that's what it needs to survive um, so that's what we're giving it I am going to be drinking my green drink <clears throat> uh, to, to make sure that uh, I get vitamins because we're, we're trying to get back to being healthier. We took a little slide last month. Last month was a, a little bit of a whirlwind month. It wasn't the worst month. It wasn't the best month. It wasn't the worst of times. It wasn't the best of times. It was the Mary-Kate and Ashley comedy. Uh, no, what was the show that they had Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, they had the fucking detective show. Didn't it start off with, it was the worst of times, it wasn't the best of times, it was some, It was like lunchtime or something like that? I don't know, shout out them. Hopefully heroin's doing okay um, without you. Um, I don't want you to know how heroin's doing overall. I think you might have had, one of you might have had an issue with that. Um, maybe both, who knows? You could have switched, like the Pouncey Brothers. Um, or no, it wasn't the Pounceys, the Morris Brothers. That was a fun one, uh, if that didn't reach very many people. Uh, they basically said that they used to switch off, uh, having sex with each other's girlfriends, uh, because people wouldn't know, be able to tell them between the two. Um, it wasn't said, it was inferred, um, which is a good way to do, uh, the internet. And especially with, like, a story that seven to ten years ago we would have thought it was real funny like they would have made an entire tv episode about it i'm sure they made entire episodes of television about it uh <clears throat> so i don't know uh 
I think that counts as uh, not consent, but if uh, if it's funny to you to have people... Maybe they knew. Maybe it was one of those things where, like, not that I would ever put uh, any sort of past bedroom, past and or present uh, or future bedroom uh, consents to people, but, like, every once in a while, uh, women enjoy being woken up to uh, in, like, some sort of, like sexualized way that uh maybe they consented to beforehand and go like give you like a carte blanche of like hey this is what i'm into so if you're ever feeling like it in the morning and i'm not quite awake yet go ahead and and get started before we do that maybe that's their thing maybe that was like the girls that they were dating they were like hey we think you're both hot obviously because you're the same fucking person physically not mentally and maybe they were like hey this would be a good idea just don't tell us you know and it can be like our own little thing like we can be like maybe we can compare notes and see which one of us can tell which one it was because they've got to be different mentally and in the bedroom as well that'd be completely insane if they like because they got tattoos uh to make it so they looked exactly the same and like there have been rumors that they've like switched teams uh, like, one of them would play on the, the other person's team for a while. So, like, I don't know. They, they've got to make love differently. And I'm sure that they were... When they switched uh, unknowingly to each other's girlfriends or paramours or whatnot, uh, they, uh, they had to have known that it was something different. Because, like, one of them's got to be more sensitive, you know? It's got to happen. You would have to be able to tell. I think women are smart enough to know the difference between the two. I'm Ray Roberts, and I think women are smart enough to know uh, when they're having sex with somebody different. Follow me for that and other feminist tips. I have a I am Ken, I am Kenuff sweatshirt. Uh, the official one, not like the ones that you buy on Etsy that are like copyright infringement for a giant corporation that I would usually be okay with uh writing copyright infringements um but the one in the movie looked super soft so i wanted to buy the official one guess what it's super soft uh worth the 60 dollars to prop up a uh, giant corporation making a movie with like old feminist rules instead of new ones did you know that women are allowed to have jobs and be in the the boardroom did you know that women are allowed to carry cia coups uh to overthrow barbie land um, I think that was the last episode of this, so we're not going to get into it, but good for them. Uh, but no, it's maybe the most comfortable sweatshirt I've ever bought. Um, it's going to be tough because those are like the ones that like they give you the washing like instructions on the tag where it's like wash with cold water, which everybody should wash with cold water. What are you a Rockefeller? You just got hot water laying around. What's wrong? Like it's going to make your clothes fall apart quicker. Um, I think, I don't know. Uh, and then it'll be, like, tumble dry. Like, who tumble dries something? Like, you usually just hang it up. Because you would have to find other things to tumble dry. It's not like... Like, you can't just, like, tumble dry. Because tumble dry is when you, like, turn off the heat, right? And what other clothes... You're going to have to do a whole nother... You're going to do a whole load of clothes that are tumble dry. Like, how, how rich do you think we are out here? Just a whole bunch of clothes. Maybe we're supposed to tumble dry all of our clothes, but do you think I have all afternoon to wait for a load of tumble dry laundry to dry just from, like, 
being rolled around and like drying by friction instead of like what do you think I am a girlfriend of a Morris brother I can't just sit around waiting to get tumbled all day by who knows who I don't know if that makes sense but hey we're just free balling we're back we're getting this rolling uh but reasons behind not doing this podcast uh not that you asked but I feel I feel a, a sense of duty to the people um that listen to this because for whatever reason you enjoy it uh there'd be no other reason to listen to this i'm not coming up with new ideas i'm not coming oh kind of i'm not changing the world here um so you have to have to appreciate some of my little quips and whatnot um but i've been busy um not that busy definitely not busy enough where i shouldn't have been doing this but Here's the thing. I took the whole month of September uh, off of regular work because I had a bunch of comedy work. Uh, Shout out me for being talented and getting to a spot where I'm too busy to work a regular job. Uh, Shout out me for also not being talented enough to uh, have just money to do it (laughs) because, uh, I don't know, I fell into a little bit of money because of my grandpapa passing a few years ago and uh, I paid off like all of my credit card bills paid off my car, um, obviously blew it on stupid shit, like a I Am Kenuff sweatshirt, uh, at the time, um, but, like, I've been putting a lot more money and time into, to comedy stuff, because, obviously, that's what I want to do, and that's what I'm good at, um, so I just took the whole month and concentrated on comedy stuff, um, so that should have included this, but it just didn't. Sometimes you get sick of hearing your own voice, uh, no matter what you're supposed to do for the algorithm to be successful in the future. So you give it a little bit of a break. Maybe write some of this stuff down instead of just blurting it out and then forgetting about it once it's out on record. Like, I could maybe turn some of these things into bits, but why? This is uh, this is for you. This is an uh, insight. Um, and I'm not promising none of this will become bits because some of it has become bits. Uh, but I don't know. It gets the mind rolling. It gets everything going. Um, the Adderall has kind of started to set in, so that's good. Maybe since the last time I did this podcast, uh, I'm now on Adderall. Um, that's my voice. See, my voice is fucking torched. I think it's from talking so much. Uh, I think it is from allergies. sip of green drink because I need my vitamins um I think it's also uh I don't remember oh I've been hitting the vape more so that kind of hits it and it's one of those things where like you don't you don't want to waste good high quality vapable weed so you have to like finish it before you're done using it so I think that kind of hits the throat a little bit more um but that's okay um but no, so, I mean, it was also a tough month, um, unfortunately, uh, we had to put Boozer, uh, friend of the podcast, uh, I have called him the one true god, um, just best friend for a baker's dozen of years, at least, he was either 12 or 13, cause I got him right before I turned 21, I'm 33, so about 12 years, um, unfortunately, I had to put him down, uh, the day after Memorial Day, um, and just wasn't, like, 100% in the, um, just talking to talk kind of deal. Um, we shelled up a little bit, which, I mean, it's, uh, grieving's important, and, 
I don't know, just giving him, giving it some time to settle in. So I mean, it's it hasn't been the the best and easiest month of my life. Uh, yes, it's just a dog, um, which is like a fine line of like how much you want to like complain about it. It's not. It's not like a parent or like a sibling or something like that uh, perished, but it's it's almost like it's something or someone. It's something I don't know. Animals are individuals, but I don't know if they're like a person. I don't. It's someone that you spend every single day with. Um, you're responsible for feeding it. Um, its entire livelihood is based upon you and your ability to uh, remember to feed it, um, keep it from harm. Um, having enough money to provide for it and like being around uh, to give it the attention and time that it deserves and and needs and and wants from you Um, so doing that every day and I mean there were some times where he didn't live with me because of like living situations and um, responsibility abilities and whatnot Um, but I mean for the better part of over a decade I mean this thing lived with me and was in my bed with me and um, a companion, and it's, it's still tough, um, it's weird coming home and not having a big fucking galoot whose entire life is dedicated to you and you alone, and, I mean, if you met him, uh, he was the best dog in the entire world, he was a little rambunctious, uh, he was a little dumb, uh, he fit me perfectly, because, I mean, it's, it's me, like, once you get over, like, the, the upfront, like, ooh, what's this whole thing about, um, it's just very sweet, and that's the thing that I miss most, is just, like, the, I think dogs are, like, an, a mirror to what you have going on subconsciously, um, and I mean that in a way of, like, obviously they're good at, like, sensing people's, like, emotions and feelings and kind of what's going on in them, and sometimes it's, they're better at it than you are. Like, you think that you're having a good day, you think that, like, things are on the upswing, and, uh, that's when they need to be closest to you, because they can just tell, like, you're hiding something that you don't even know about yet, or, like, you need that extra little thing, or when you're bummed out, they can, you can tell on their face, uh, that they're bummed out, and that's, that was the best part about, uh, Boozer, is that, you could just always tell what was on his mind, and, uh, yes, he was a dog, but, I don't know, if, if you knew him, um, you knew that he knew, uh, so, I don't know, we miss him, um, it'd be great to have him back, but that's just not how life works, so, um, I don't know, it was just like a, it was a tough, uh, tough time, still is tough, um, I don't know when we'll get over it. It's one, and again, it's a dog. It's not, and that was kind of like how you have to compartmentalize. Um, It's like a joke I've been trying to work on, but nobody wants to hear about dead dogs, which completely fair, but I don't know. That's kind of how some of us grieve is you have to make a, make a little quip or a little joke about it. But like, that's uh, like the little joke I've been making is like, I, I put a hit out on my best friend, uh, legally, and, like, that's kind of almost how you have to look at it to kind of get over it, like, when you see something, uh, that's old and is in pain every day, and it's just, it cannot be the person or animal that it used to be, um, it's time to do it, and it's a very difficult decision to make, um, 
and it's maybe even an unfair one. So, yeah, having to deal with that and mentally process that, uh, that's kind of taken up a lot of my downtime. Um, and that's fine. And that's something that uh, we have to get over and we have to deal with. Um, but now um, we have a new friend for Pete Wentz. Um, we have a new cat named Anchovy. Ashley got to name that one because I... Uh, there was like an episode of The Office that I saw recently where um, the office might be shutting down because they're going bankrupt and Michael wants to play the like murder in uh, Savannah game. And Jim's like, hey, maybe we should like work hard right now. And Michael's like, you owe me because of Tube City because uh, he wanted to put up all the gerbils. And Jim kind of like nixed that. And that's kind of how naming the cats went. Um, Ashley wanted to name Pete Wentz something different. I thought it was a dumb name, so we came up with Pete Wentz. Uh, so she got to name this one, and she came up with Anchovy. So uh, we call him, <laughs> so I call him Gray Guy, or Chove, or Chova, uh, like Jay Z, Hove, Hova. Uh, I even came up with a Ch to the Izzo uh, song while uh i was maybe on uh, marijuana and ashley was like wouldn't it make more sense to call him ch to the izzo and i was like that's funny uh but ch to the izzo is fun for me too um but no they get along for the most part it's two male cats um so they work out their power dynamic all the time he's a little skittish when it comes to me i don't know if like he was like a shelter cat uh for a while because we're good people and we adopt not chop uh like we found pete on the street uh, well, Ashley's brother did, and uh, Chovy, we found him in a uh, in a shelter. Um, so I think that maybe like men weren't the nicest to him, or he's not used to men, because it was like all women that were there. Um, so he still has like a weird thing with me, but he's getting along uh, pretty well here, and uh, things are good. They're both hunting birds currently, so that's good for them. Mm -mm -mm. Um. But yeah, what else is new? Uh, World War III is going to happen soon. That's that's almost for sure going to happen. Um, I'm not excited about it. Been keeping up with it on 60 Minutes, though. Um, it seems like it's marching towards us. And I don't know. Uh, make sure that your draft status is taken care of. Making sure, Go make sure that you have like some sort of medical record saying that you can't be drafted. Um, that's my advice for that. But that's going to be interesting. Uh, but no, we, uh, the rest of the last month was spent all over uh, this great country of ours. Uh, and it's always funny. I did a, a showcase this past weekend uh, with some of Wisconsin's best and brightest comedians. Um, that's the improv saying that, not, not me or the other people on the show. But it was like a, a ridiculous lineup. Um, but the host, Dana Ehrman, who's very, very funny, um, and you should follow her on everything. She did, like, breakdowns for the Wisconsin State Fair, which were absolutely incredible. Um, I don't even know if she was, like, trying to be funny in it, but just, like, the way that she talks, everything is interesting, and, like, she kind of nails it. Um, but when, uh, she hosted it, and I was, like, giving her shit, because people always say, like, oh, he travels all over the Midwest. And I have to let people know I go all over the country. So uh, it's <laughs> I go all over the country here, and uh, it was fun. Like I did, 
um, to start the month. Had to be in Toledo for a wedding. Shout out Jensen um, for getting married. Uh, then had to come back home. Did a weekend with Zoltan Kazis in Milwaukee and Madison. Um, shout out to all of his fans. If you guys are listening to this because of him, I appreciate you. Um, for following me and enjoying my stuff. I love doing weekends with him, uh, but you can come see me without him and follow me and buy my stuff too. Uh, you can support us both separately or at the same time, come out next year when he comes back because uh, I'll probably open for him then too and I'll see you then, but definitely uh, keep supporting now. Uh, I have bills to pay 12 months out of the year, not just uh, one month or one weekend. <laughs> Um, but they're very nice. They're very cool. They bought a bunch of coffee, uh, which is good. That helped uh, pay bills this month while I wasn't like working, working. Um, and then after that, Brad Williams came to town. Oh, I had to go to Amherst, which is outside of Cleveland for a 9-11 show. Um, had to do that and then come back. Um, and then I had to, which was a blast. Um, Driving 12 hours in a day usually isn't fun to do like a 20 minute set, uh, but it was cool to hang out with everybody. It was very fun. Um, got to like feature quote unquote for for Brian Kenny. Um, he's somebody I've been watching do comedy since before I did comedy. Like I've paid money to see him do comedy multiple times, uh, and I haven't paid to go to a comedy show in almost a decade. So like that's how long I've been following him. And he seemed to enjoy my set, so that was cool for me. Um, so then came back home. Then Brad Williams came to town uh, the next weekend. I was supposed to be hosting for him. Uh, and he brought his own host for the theater tour and kind of like forgot that I was supposed to. Um, but he's a stand-up guy. He like offered to compensate me for like the shows that he booked me for, but I wasn't going to be working. Um, I didn't take it because, I don't know, I don't like taking money for not working i mean unless it's like the government or from like a giant corporation sure i'll take money but from somebody that i enjoy working with and and who's a nice guy i'm not gonna take his money for not working uh but still got to do a uh guest spot in madison for like 950 people which is insane and it was one of those moments where like you don't realize that it's the biggest group of people that you got to talk to because i don't know a show is a show when you're like kind of in the mode um, of like, I don't care if it's 11 people, which happened the when or the Thursday after this, where there were 11 people when I had to do a half hour in front of them, or it's 950 people and you're doing like a seven minute guest spot, guest set, um, for like a big act. Like it's very weird, but when you're driving home and you're like, oh shit, that's like three, that's at least double the biggest crowd that I've ever been in front of. Cause I feel like I've done like three, 350. So, 950 is three times that. I don't know if I've done a 400-seat room uh, that's been full. I've done a few... I've done sold-out shows, but I don't know how much they hold. Um, so, like, it's at least half, like, double the biggest crowd I've ever done, and it's very cool. Um, but you don't realize it until you're done. Um, so, I did that, and then, like I said, uh, had to go... Didn't have to. Um, then my, like, run of shows of... I did Cleveland, uh, co-headlined that with Tyler Ross, did a half hour in front of 11 people, um, but that was still a blast, like, doing, like, a legit half hour that felt good, um, was very fun, um, then from Cleveland went to Pittsburgh, 
um, Pittsburgh to Baltimore, Baltimore to Washington, D.C., then Washington, D.C., back to Kent, uh, which it's always nice to see those people and hang out with those friends and get dinner with with friends and, and get to perform for people that you've been doing it for in front of forever. Uh, like Colby Grimes um, found one of my old notebooks in his apartment that he found in an open mic like seven years ago. Um, <clears throat> so I had to do like a couple of old jokes, but I got to zhuzh them up a bit since I'm better now. Um, so that was very cool. It was like a nice little cap to the, to the end of the swing there. Uh, but then I drove home that night, like the same day that I drove to Kent. And then I did a set down in Chicago the next day. And then uh, rounded it all out with that uh, improv uh, weekend. So, I don't know. It was like a very cool swing. Um, it was very nice, like, just doing stand-up for a month. Um, got to work on a bunch of new stuff that I'm going to try to, like, iron out during this month that's a little bit lighter. Uh, like, back to regular work and have some really cool shit this month still, too. But, um I didn't look into. I haven't done the numbers yet. I'll probably do it right after this. But I had. I've. I did close to twenty shows last month, uh, so that's good. I mean, that's kind of the numbers we're looking at. Obviously, we would love to make more money doing it. So I mean, again, if you're listening to this, um, I've got T-shirts for sale. I've got coffee for sale. Um, you can just send me money. Um, might do some sort of Patreon thing soon too. I don't know what I would do on Patreon to make this different, um, but maybe it's just, like, an easy way for you to support it. So, if that's something that you might be interested in, I might reactivate the Patreon that I had for this podcast, uh, forever ago, um, but I don't know what we would do for it. I'm not gonna do, I could throw up the, the videos of this if that's something that you would want, um, I might still do clips, I don't know, but, um, yeah, check it out, we're doing that, whoisbrayroberts.com, um, if you listen to this and book a show, book me, because uh, it's October. It's comedy season. Um, we've got stuff on the books for October, December. Not anything for November. Could definitely use November stuff. That'd be super cool. Uh, but this month, like I've got a show in Cedarburg on Thursday. Um, that'll be super fun. Then i got to go back for a funeral in Toledo. Maybe I'll try to find something there while I'm there. Um, but I'm at the comedy cabin at the end of the month. I'm at Island Casino in the UP. Um, and I'm missing something else. I said comedy cabin. Calendario. Um, oh, and I've got another show down in Illinois. So, I don't know. There's room in the calendar. So, be, uh, be part of this. So, we can do that. Um, and keep this rolling. But, uh... All right, we're going to end the video because we don't want any video of the song. But since it is Rocktober, and welcome to Rocktober, uh, my voice is warmed up. That's good. Um, but I don't know. Welcome to Rocktober. Um, but yeah, for Rocktober, we're going to get the lead out. Uh, if you're going to do Rocktober, you got to get the lead out. Uh, so... I don't know if you've heard of this up-and-coming band or any of the people that they stole their music from, uh, but uh, this is Led Zeppelin. Ever heard of them? Uh, with a song, a little ditty called Whole Lot of Love. But yeah, thanks for listening. Who is Um 
I'm glad to be back. We'll try to be doing this uh, again pretty regularly. And uh, but again, no promises like ever. But uh, a whole lot of love. Uh, Led Zeppelin, get the lead out on Radio WIRR.